Welcome to Talent Revolution Radio, the Brooks Group's podcast focused on hiring, developing, and retaining top talent. Talent Revolution Radio is the Brooks Group's response to our clients' requests for information about how to decrease turnover, increase engagement, and improve overall employee satisfaction by using our assessment tools and talent management experience. I'm Drea Douglas, Director of Talent Management Consulting. And I'm Tony Smith, RVP of Sales here at the Brooks Group. Today is the last episode in a six-part series walking through each dimension of the personal skills assessment, also known as the Hartman Value Profile, after Robert Hartman, who created the instrument. Last time, we talked about role awareness, which measures a person's clarity and focus on what they are, the different hats that they wear in their life, the expectations of them and their roles. Tony walked us through how different score and bias combinations in that dimension play out in real life especially in sales reps and in leaders. Today, we're gonna talk about self-direction. We'll discuss high and low scores with positive and negative biases and how that plays out in real life. You may notice that we're leaving out discussion around the neutral bias. This is because neutral means open and flexible regardless of score. Now, Tony, can you elaborate a little on what this dimension measures for us? Yeah, so we're really looking at two things. One is the future self. So how do I see myself in the future? But we're also looking at clarity and focus around, do I even see a future? The direction that I'm going in my life. Again, this is internally focused. So think in terms of the individual, how they're looking at the future, how clear is it to them? Do they have goals and plans for what they want to achieve? All of these things are being measured in the self-direction dimension. Right, and just like last time we mentioned, role awareness being one of the most highly variable parts of the assessment, self-direction is also one of those. So role awareness and self-direction tend to change the most based on a person's circumstances, even more so than understanding others, practical thinking, systems judgment, or sense of self. So let's jump right in. When we have somebody with a high score and a positive bias in self-direction, what does that tell us, Tony? So this is one of the one of the really the areas that I would I always want to see in somebody is a high score with a positive bias because what this is saying is the individual clearly sees the future they even have a plan for where they want to go in the future and not just a month or two from now they're thinking long term 3 years 5 years and they're waking up every day with a compelling future that they see that they're working towards and they're positive that they're going to achieve that and that the future is going to be very good for them and so we know that when people see a compelling future they have a plan they have goals they have direction in their life and even though obstacles or challenges may occur they find a way to overcome those obstacles and challenges because they know exactly where they want to go and they have a plan to get there. And this is a great thing to see. High clarity, seeing the future, positive, they're going to achieve it. Right. They're marching confidently in the direction of their goals. And that's really powerful. It can really lead to kind of a fire in the belly of that person. They are internally driven and motivated. They have a lot of drive and initiative that comes from the inside. They don't need anybody to tell them what to do necessarily. Um, they're going to go after it. Now, the flip side of that I have found is that these people can be very stubborn about the direction they're heading in. So if you as an organization, for example, have something different in mind for that person and don't realize that they are working towards a very specific and clear future, 
they can uh, be very stubborn about veering off that path. So if you need them to, for example, take on a different role in the organization um, or to do something that's going to take them off the path in any way that they see and very clearly for themselves, they may um, either be very stubborn or start looking for a place where they can have uh, the path and continue down the path that they have very clear and set for themselves. Yeah, and, and I also share uh, when we look at sustained top performance in any endeavor, it doesn't matter whether it's a sales position, management position, it, it's any endeavor. We find that consistent top performers have very high scores here with a positive bias because they know where they're going, they know how they want to get there, and so they, they're, they're compelled every single day to do the things that are going to lead them towards that future that they're working towards. And one of the things you'll notice in this dimension is the mean of this dimension is actually the lowest mean of any dimension. The reason for that is most people never take the time to actually think about where they want to be three, five, ten years from now. Not just in their career, but in every endeavor and every aspect of their life. And so they never really put a plan in place. They, you know, and, and we see this a lot. I mean, when you see somebody usually with a high score here, how does it play out? Maybe they've got a clear financial plan that they're working on, a financial roadmap. Um, so this is something to really be, pay attention to. And, and, and I always share that if you want to see consistent, sustained performance, helping somebody really have a clear path of where they're going in the future and they know what they're working towards, what a difference that can make. And, and I usually reference, uh, I know it's a little uh, outdated these days for the study, but it's still valid, is the Harvard study where they, they sat down and they tracked MBA graduates uh, mm -hmm. relative to who had set goals for themselves, laid out a plan, 5, 10, 15 year plan versus those who had not. And it was overwhelming that the small percentage, about 2 or 3% that actually done this, far achieved success and levels of success greater compared to those who had not. And mm. most people don't do this. Yeah, that's really interesting and compelling. A lot of people, and there are those people, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, who, you know, it's very carpe diem, live for the day. And they don't think about the future. Um, and it's not to say that they can't be successful. It's just that they're not as engaged in uh, setting that plan and working diligently towards it, persevering through challenges on their quest towards that goal and that vision for their life. So if you see this combination in a candidate, I always recommend uh, asking questions about the vision that they have for their future so that you can ensure that you're aligning the, the vision the company has for that person and what they can expect to uh, be able to offer to that person and what that person has in mind for themselves because if you don't that person may eventually this may be a stopgap for them basically they can say okay well I'm going to do this for now but you need to find out how is this position at our company going to help you work towards your goals that's a really important conversation to have with somebody with high and positive self-direction how about a high score and a negative bias so this one, again, like we've mentioned on a few other uh, areas where you have a combination that sometimes is rare, this is one of those rare combinations. So a high clarity score, they know exactly what the future is going to look like, they see it, they have a plan, it's clear to them, but for whatever reason right now, they're saying, I'm looking at the future and it's not looking very positive. Mm. So maybe they're thinking, I'm not going to achieve what I want to achieve, I'm not going to be able to get to where I want to go. Um, it tends to be rare because the clarity score is so high, but it does happen. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll give you an example when we saw a lot of these types of scores play out. 
and that was during the recession uh, that we went through a few years ago where people who were getting closer to retirement or they're thinking in terms of will I be able to retire at the, at the age that I want to retire at and all of a sudden they're seeing their 401ks cut in half and, and the things that were happening during that time uh, we would see this we would see people with high scores with a downward arrow because they knew where they wanted to be they had a plan they maybe even had exact day of when they wanted to retire mm. and all of a sudden they're thinking i'm not going to be able to do that now because i just lost half my portfolio it's heartbreaking so 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 that's how that can play out and as drea said it's very sensitive to what's going on in their life but typically um for whatever reason they're just saying right now i see the future i know where i want to go but something is not looking so positive. And the question is, what is it that they're not thinking is so positive uh, about their future? Maybe they feel that they've gotten off track. It's hard to say, uh, but it's, a, it's an area to have an open discussion with them about why they may be thinking that the future is not going to be that, that great for them. Right. And two, they may have big, scary goals set for themselves that they're not quite sure they're going to be able to fulfill. I've seen that as well. So, you know, for example, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30, a 20-year-old thinking that to themselves. They have a very ambitious goal, um, and they're not sure if they're going to achieve it, but that's what they know they want to do. All right. How about a low score with a positive bias? So this is actually very common to see this, a low score with a positive bias. What we have here is somebody who really doesn't see a clear picture for the future. They haven't really laid out a plan. Uh, it's unclear to them, but they're positive. Everything's going to be okay. They're positive. The future's going to be good. This is very common. We see this a lot with, uh, say, college graduates. Uh, they, they, they've just, you know, come out of college. They, you know, it's uncertainty about the future. They don't know where things are going to be. Uh, and they were used to a certain lifestyle over four or five years in college. But they're positive that, you know, it's all going to work out. Um, but it's not uncommon to see a lot of people never take the time to really map out that plan for themselves, for where they want to be, again, five, ten years uh, down the road. So we see a lot of times they're positive about what they think is going to happen in the future, but they really have no direction about how they're going to get there. Right. So uh, I got my degree. I did all the things I was supposed to do. It'll work out, right? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Carpe diem, live for the day, again. And some people just in general, if it's not a temporary issue, are those kinds of people. They only think about the present. They don't think about the future. Um, I personally think that's a mistake but to each their own. Well, again, I think it goes back to what we were talking about when people have a compelling future that they're working towards, long-term, consistent, sustainable performance happens at a higher level because there's goals, there's objectives, they're working towards something. There's a clear vision to work towards that they can believe in and buy into and get excited about. That's ideal. All right, how about a low score with a negative bias? So this is one that again it can be very temporary maybe something's happened in their life that's driving this uh, score with a negative bias but it's definitely one that, that, that a conversation has to happen around because what they're saying is not only do i not see a future for myself i have no idea where i'm going i have no idea what that direction is going to look like but i'm not even positive i'm actually looking at the future as being negative and so typically it's an indication of you know it will play out through internal stressors that are going on in their life. They're just not happy. They, they, they don't see any hope. I mean, it's almost as though it's a lack of hope. Mm. Uh, and I give you an example where we see this play out a lot. Somebody who's really just frustrated in their current job, 
They, they, they don't see this as being a place for them, but they're, they're there because it's a paycheck. They're unhappy. Uh, and again, it goes in a lot of times in, in coordination with the role awareness score. Uh, these two can go together so, so closely. Um, but they're looking at the future saying, it's not looking good. I know, I know this is not going to be good for me here, and I'm not positive. I'm, I'm really negative about it. This is somebody who eventually is going to go somewhere else uh, as soon as they have an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Or... I, we have seen this, and this is not uncommon. We've seen it in certain industries where the industry as a whole is struggling. Mm. So people who maybe had great success for 20, 30 years inside of an industry, and now maybe there's disruptive technology that's hurting that industry. Uh, there's things that are happening that, that they're looking at it thinking, wow, this industry may not survive. Or maybe there's government regulations that are happening that that people are thinking, you know, this is not going to be a good positive future. So, so they're not seeing a clear future, and they're not ha they're not positive about where that's going to be. Yeah. And that's not uncommon. Again, it, it, all of this speaks to this is internal. This is how they're feeling about where they're at uh, in their life and where they're going. And it really is a chance to have an open conversation because people usually know why these scores are showing up the way they are. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, though, it takes a lot of trust before you can get right. that out of an individual. It tends to be very personal. And a low and negative score can really indicate basically, you know, the ground shifting under their feet. So they've had a, sh like Tony was just saying, for example, someone could have had a sure thing for so long that it feels inevitable that it will always be that way. But if the ground falls out from underneath them all of a sudden, it can turn their world upside down. And I'll give you a prime example of how this can just be temporary. Um, seen it before, seen it more than once where somebody has a low score, uh, downward arrow, and in that open conversation, they let you know two weeks ago their best friend, their dog just passed away two weeks ago after 15 years. Mm -hmm. So that's where they're at. They're, they're thinking in terms of what's that future going to look like? I, I, I've just known 15 years with, with, with my dog and now mm -hmm. I don't have them anymore. So it can be that sensitive and it's just temporary until right. they, they get through that, that grieving period and it starts, you know, mm -hmm. uh, getting better for them. Again, uh, I, I, I can't stress enough that you can't just look at a pattern and think that's, it's, it's, a catch-all that this is how it is right everybody's unique and and it's specific to what's happening in their life that drives these scores especially in these internal factors right and with low and negative scores too if it's not a fun place to be no matter if it's temporary or permanent this is a a serious personal challenge that someone's experiencing and they could be very sensitive about it um, so you definitely want to tread lightly in the in a conversation um, it can also potentially lead to apathy so if someone doesn't see the future clearly and they're feeling pessimistic about it, they, they don't feel that there's hope, um, that's never going to change, it can lead, it can kind of take the wind out of their sails and you can maybe start to see a sense of apathy creep in. So if you start to see that in one of your employees, this, that may be what's behind it. And, and the real challenge in, say, a sales position is that if, 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 if their score is here, uh, you're probably going through some performance issues with the individual um, you know, maybe, maybe they're just, they're just, they're not waking up every day happy, uh, and feeling good about where things are going. And maybe they're just going through the motions. Uh, they may still go out there and meet with customers, but, but you're seeing maybe a slump, you're seeing a drop. And so, um, and maybe that's what's causing the scores that they've started having a slump or a drop. And so, uh, that, that could be affecting them. But again, it, it sets the stage for opening up the conversation, but keep in mind, it's very personal, so there's got to be a high degree of trust if the person's mm -hmm. going to open up and share this with you. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, that brings us to the end of another uh, excellent session with our guru, Tony. Thank you so much again, Tony, for joining us and walking us through these dimensions. Thank you, Drea. All right. If you'd like to learn more about the assessment, we'd be happy to walk you through a sample and talk through how they may be able to support your talent initiatives. Feel free to email me at ddouglas with two S's at thebrooksgroup.com or visit our website, brooksgroup.com.